Friends in a movie with Sixto and Matt. Matt. Sixto. Don't start. And well, we all know the name of the show. Is the Matt. name of the show is Two Friends in a Movie. With Matt and Sixto. You should be proud that your name is last because it sounds better. Is that, is that, like, the, is that like in Superman, the motion picture, where uh, Marlon Brando's name was the last thing you saw before the movie started? Yeah. You're like, oh shit, he's in this too? Oh shit, legitimate. <laughs> See, My name legit legitima, le, legitimizes this fucking joke of a podcast. Yes. Without me, this would be a fucking joke. Without you, it would be one friend and a movie. <laughs> Welcome to Two Friends in a Movie. We're, we're, we're back. Maddie, where Maddie and I sit down and talk movies. That's what we do. It's two friends, Maddie and I. They were, we're buddies. Yeah, and then we talk about movies. Movies, you know. Movies there you out go. there. Uh, we were off for the month of July. That's right. Uh, and part of June, I think. But now it's August, and we're back. No, I think we did all of June. Did we do all of June? I don't know. But we're back. We're back. Uh, we're back like herpes. How, how was your summer <laughs> vacation? It was fantastic. I did a bunch of Europe, and then I did a bunch of working. <laughs> bunch of working and a bunch of Europe. There you go. How was yours? Mine was good. I took the fam up to Lake George. We had a good, a good old time. Yeah, man. I went to Iceland, Berlin, Germany. Warsaw. Are you just trying to rub it in? Poland. Like, oh, yeah. You went to Lake George? Yeah, well, I went to eight different European countries. Yeah, and I and went in Iceland. Prague in the Czech Republic. When's the last time you went to the Czech Republic? I've never been to the Czech Republic. You're fucking dis- you see? And I probably will never be in the Czech Republic. What do you mean? How about, like, in 10 years when the girls are, like, old enough? Nah. They can't, you can leave them alone. No, nah, then I'm going to go to, like, Italy or or London. Maybe, maybe, maybe Japan. Hawaii. Vancouver. But, <laughs> you know, Vancouver is hot right now. Is it? It's the warmest of the Canadian cities. It's, it's, it's like Malibu for Canada. <laughs> that's, in the, that's in the license plates. Yeah. The Malibu Vancouver. Canada. The Canadian Malibu. Um, so today we're going to do, I think, if memory serves me correct... This is the earliest we've done a movie from its release date. I think so, too. So, I spoilers. Think so too. If you haven't seen the movie, today we're doing Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood. Hollywood. So if you not haven't in the seen West, it, not in America. Well, technically it's America. Yeah, it's America. This but is, it's not Once Upon a Time in America. Bollywood. <laughs> it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, starting Al Pacino. All right. <laughs> no. Come on now with the chicken. <laughs> Come on now with the acting. <laughs> Come on. I don't do a good Al Pacino. No, neither do I. It's no. okay. Anyways, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the latest movie by um, Quentin Tarantino. 
he's been off the map for a little bit. Uh, yeah, and, what, uh, Hateful Eight was his last one. Before I this? think so. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Hateful Eight was a while back, right? Like seventeen. Couple of years ago, yeah. Seventeen, sixteen. Um, and uh, for a Quentin Tarantino movie, a little bit more linear. Yeah. Um, not so much jumbled. There wasn't any back and forth. It pretty much stole the story right. from beginning to end. Right, and I mean, there is one scene where he jumps back where he's thinking about Bruce Lee. But other than that, um, pretty straightforward story. Um, Not your typical Tarantino movie. No, you know, I, it was very funny. I was watching it, and I was thinking, like, this doesn't feel like a Tarantino movie so much. And then the, everything started, like, all his tropes started coming up, and I was like, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, 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 there we go. Um, it felt you a like very Inglorious Bastards type of Tarantino. Yeah? Like, I felt like that was the closest one to this that he's done. <clears throat> I loved it. I thought the story was great. Uh, it stars Leo and Brad Pitt. I think they did a great job. Leo? Would, would you Leo. Leo. Because no other Leo. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, but we all know who Leo is. But don't. Like, like, there could he, be he, another Brad. There's no other Leo. You don't know Leonardo Unless DiCaprio. you're thinking of the Ninja Turtles. But There's but, no other Leo. But what I'm saying is, you don't call him Leo. You're I, not buddies. We are. I am ingrained so deeply into the movie business with my podcast I am on a first name basis with a lot of a lot of uh, Hollywood basis? elite nickname basis nickname yeah but that's just between me and him oh gotcha yeah <laughs> what does he call you Maddie? yeah I don't worry what he calls me we, we have our own relationship <laughs> that's for us alright for the public Leo okay uh, Luke Perry in his last movie he's ever done, right? Yeah, that was weird seeing Luke Perry. Yeah, it was a little, a little. Like I didn't realize he was in it, and I saw the opening credits, and I was like, Luke Perry. And I'm like, if he wasn't dead, he probably wouldn't be on the opening credits. Probably not. But he is dead. So he is. But he wasn't dead because I saw him in the movie <laughs> alive. Well, he wasn't dead when he did the movie. No, so anyway, so he's still alive. Uh, first impressions of the movie, you loved it. I really, really liked it. I thought, I mean, it was two and a half hours, almost three hours long. And I was like, oh, this is going to be, you know, an event. But it doesn't feel like three hours. No, it flows. The whole, the yeah. whole movie keeps going. There's no real down points. Right. Uh, story, like, the story just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. Um, it's not a lot of violence until the end, which is, you know, a nice change for Tarantino. Right. Um, like I was telling you before, it kind of blends fantasy and reality so seamlessly that you kind of second guess like your own knowledge of history like right wait, this really happened this way right 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 uh you kind of think it's based on someone that might be like somewhere yeah but like these are all made up characters except for the ones that are not and you feel like uh yeah that's what it makes you feel like does he really know sharon tate like <laughs> so this is my thing um i absolutely love this movie absolutely um, I wouldn't call it Tarantino's best movie. No, not really. But it's in his top three. It's probably the third of his top three. Uh, maybe. For me personally, I'm not saying in general, you know, like for me personally. I would say top nine. He only made nine. Oh, see? <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> You're such a dumbass. <laughs> um, maybe not top three. Maybe I'm, I'm exaggerating. Maybe somewhere in the middle. Um, yeah, i give it like a fiver. Yeah, I think it's a five out of all of his movies. But as a movie... I'll give it like 8 out of 10. It's one of the better movies I've seen in a while. Yeah, man. And it's a lot of fun. It seems fantastic. It was um, very very fun to watch. It's very fun to watch. Um, 
a lot of it, the moments where it gets tense. So now let's get into the super spoilers. The story is about uh, Leo DiCaprio. See, now Leo. I'm calling him Leo. Leo DiCaprio is, Leo. Is, uh, <laughs> used to be a superstar TV Western actor, which in the 50s there was a million of. Yeah, so this, this, is, this, uh, this all takes place back in the day. Right. And um, he's winding down. Like, in, in the beginning of the movie, he meets with Al Pacino, who plays... I don't know. What does he play? Who does he play? I, I like guess, a movie executive? Yeah, like an executive. Like a, like a studio executive, maybe? I guess so. And then he's, he's telling <clears throat> Leo, literally, he's going, look, you used to be the, the superstar of, of, of a TV show that was super popular. And now you get starting and everybody kicks your ass. So that's that's proof that you're losing your your stardom. Yeah, he's not he's not drawing like he used to. Right. And so Leonardo DiCaprio and so what he's offering him is an Italian movie. Because back in those days was the Italian Western was popping up and uh, a lot of a lot of movies made in Italy were popping up and becoming like after the war, that's the first thing that they went, you know, back into making movies so that they can grab uh, uh, more money. Um, more money. More money, more money, more money. So Leo and, and uh, Brad Pitt plays his stunt double. And they're having the discussion about what do you think about this? And, you know, through the movie, he goes and he does a couple of guest stars. Uh, and it's mostly about one guest star that he's shooting. And uh, uh, what a great fucking flick. Too. I mean, and he's also Leo DiCaprio, man. What a fucking great! It's so crazy. Like you see when he's shooting that that the the episode, mm-hmm. and you see him acting and forgetting his lines and all that, and he seems like he's playing a character that's not a good actor, right? Yeah. And then he, but but like he seems like he's acting like he's a bad actor, and then he comes back and he literally plays Leo DiCaprio playing a part. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like fantastic, and you're like, holy shit, <laughs> there he is. Yeah, you forget. <laughs> Because he only does, like, one movie every two years now. Right. So you forget, like... And, like, when you think of Leo, my boy, you think of... <laughs> you think of Titanic. Like, that's just... It's ingrained. Do you? I never have. I never have. I've never seen Titanic, but I feel like it's, like, like a washy, like, oh, yeah, it's Leo from Titanic, but... I don't know. I think he doesn't get the credits that he deserves. What I think of right now, when I think of Leo, the first thing that pops on my head is, is Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. That was a really good one. But I think that's what popped in most people's head right now. I don't know, like in through his history. Like, yeah, I think that, that he still gets like 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 that great Gatsby. Meme Gatsby yeah. is always everywhere. He's where he's With cheering. That, where he's cheering. Yeah, and he's all sarcastic. Yeah, like to to your failures. Yeah. <laughs> so, I did have one problem with the movie, which is, Mar was it Margaret? Margot Robbie. Margot. She's not enough in the movie. I literally, if if you, if I don't understand the point of her in the movie. Like, I don't understand what her point in the movie is. Uh, she's, because what really happens is that the people who break, so near the end of the movie, uh, we got to dive into this a little bit. It's like a little backstory is Brad Pitt is, he finds this hitchhiker, this this young girl hitchhiker, and he flirts with her throughout the movie, but he never really does anything. And then near the end of the movie, he finally gives her a ride back to her home, which is the old movie studio where him yeah, and Leo used to shoot. The Mexico Ranch. And it's now run by Charles Manson and his cult people. Right. 
So these cult people later on in the movie, in real life, kill Sharon Tate. Right. At the place. As she was pregnant, pulled out the baby and everything. It's a horrible, horrible murder. Yeah. So instead of that happening in this movie, Brad Pitt kills them all, basically. Basically. And um, uh, by the way... So I guess she is the change. Like, she's the factor that's different. Like, because she survives. She survives it. Right. Yeah, I think that's the only reason she's in there is because she didn't get murdered. Well, and I was going to say... Um, I, I love Sergio Leone. He's one of my favorite directors, right? And he's done a lot of... The only two Once Upon a Time movies that everybody knows, because it's not like a Once Upon a Time in Asia or something like that. There's one that's like a Western with Korean people. I don't remember if it's Once Upon a Time in Korea or in Asia. I don't remember what the name is. But the Once Upon a Time movies, I was telling Matt earlier. He was. But I'm going to tell you now so you all can hear it. Oh, boy. Is that the Once Upon a Time movies really feel... Once Upon a Time in the West and Once Upon a Time in America really feel like things that probably happened to somebody because they're not so specific because they're not so big, but it just happened in, in American history a lot. One is about Jewish uh, J- Jewish uh, gangsters, and the other one is a Western about a guy that's trying to buy land so he can build um, uh, train tracks through. He wants to buy the land so that the town can belong to him. But... Those movies feel like Once Upon a Time, the Once Upon a Time theme of them really seems like, well, it's because Sergio Leone made it up, but it could have definitely happened. Mm-hmm. This one feels like a, a fucking, what you call like a fairy tale. Like this ends completely different than what the true, uh, the history that is kind of based on ends like. But here's the thing. Leo DiCaprio actually shot the murder. And he showed them in Cannes, I believe, or somewhere. He showed them somewhere. And people were too traumatized by it. Because in, in, true, in the true history of what happened, when they killed uh, uh, Sharon, Tate. Sharon Tate, like I said earlier, they pulled out the baby from her gut. She was like nine months pregnant or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she was about pregnant. to give birth, yeah. And it was really fucked up. And... Le- and um, Quentin Tarantino actually shot that. Like, he shot taking the baby out and all these things. That's fucked up. It's too fucked up. People were... And the movie doesn't drive to violence. So, like, when you see something so fucking jarring that is actually... That actually happened, I think people were like, oh, that shit was too much. So he decided to change it. Now... I think it was a good decision. I think so, too. I don't... I think... I I actually thought what was going to happen at the end, me assuming was that the murder was going to happen next to them and something was going to happen between them because the movie's so intimate between Leo and this, and his stuntman, Brad Pitt, that it seems like something intimate. Like, I thought Brad Pitt was going to die from smoking the acid-dipped cigarette. Oh, and Leo was going to have to deal with it because he had just fired him, right? So, mm-hmm. like, like, I felt like, oh, this is going to feel so big to him. And then the police is going to come and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, to me, it felt it felt like a buddy movie the whole way. Right, right. So I did I didn't think that anything was going to happen to either of them. Um, but that's not that's not what Tarantino does, though. It's not what Tarantino. But yeah, it's Tarantino just, always kills one person that you like. How? What? I, the way the movie felt, it just didn't feel like that's the way it was going. Yeah, but that's how you you can say that about Glorious Bastards. The way the movie felt was they were going to do a mission and they could only do it with the one person, Fast Vendor. And then what happens? They fucking kill Fastbender. <laughs> you go, what? <laughs> so, 
my favorite parts of the movie. Without it, I mean, I don't know. It's so tough. It's such a great movie, but I really love. What? I really love. Um, Rambling. Uh, yes, I really <laughs> loved um, Brad Pitt going into the ranch. It was tense. It was intense. It was so much fun, and it showed you that he can kind of be a badass. But it also shows you. It kind of gives you fear of like, oh shit. This guy is going to die at any moment. Now. It kind of reminded me of like his Fight Club days. Like, oh yeah, I forgot Brad Pitt was like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like he's a badass, looking badass. Yeah, basically. right. Um, I really uh, loved very little detail. Like I really loved the dog because you always see him dealing with this dog, but you don't know. And then he does that, mm-hmm. and the fucking dog goes crazy. You go, oh shit! <laughs> at the well-trained dog. <laughs> an amazing dog. Um, I really and really uh, love obviously all of the ending sequence is fucking fantastic with, with the whole violence like that was fucking incredible it was good and it was it, it, it's like a classic like over violence where it starts being not cartoony as, yeah it, it like goes over the top where you're right. like oh this is getting bad and he goes oh shit wait no it's not this is hysterical <laughs> I was I was the only one laughing in my in the movie theater but I couldn't stop laughing because the shit that was happening. Yeah, near the end of that scene, you're like, all right, now, this is just getting ridiculous. Um, uh, I loved Leo with the little girl. That was a great exchange. The little girl was great. So there's a scene where he's shooting the, the uh, aforementioned Western. Yeah, he's back on. Like He hasn't done movies in a while. So right. he, got, he got this part where he's playing a villain. And he comes onto the set. And there's a little girl who's playing his co-star. Uh, that he ki- ends up kidnapping, like not him, but his character kidnaps, um, and he has a, like a real, like his character, Leo's character breaks down. He starts crying because right. he feels like his career is just about done, winding down. Yeah. And I think he's a little jealous of this young girl who's just starting and has the whole world in front of her. Right. Um, but the girl, she plays it so well. She's like an adult almost. She's <laughs> she says she's eight. I think she's older than eight, but. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it really, it was really well. And then at the end of the scene where that you see, like, she comes up, it's like, that's the best acting I've ever seen. Like, it was a really sweet moment. Right, and, right. Exactly. Like a real, real moment. Right. It circles it around really well. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> we do a lot of uhs around here. Yeah. Uh, I give, I give, um, I really give this movie like an 8.5. Like, I, I, it, whoa. Oh, sorry. It might, it might even be like a nine. I just I really like this movie. Out of a hundred? Out of ten. Oh, okay. Because I don't like I don't like to give any movies tens because then that seems like nothing is perfect. You nothing. Know what I mean? You can never be a ten. No. But this movie's pretty fucking close. I think it's a nine and I really loved everything about it. Even yeah. the length, like you said, like I thought it was gonna be super. Uh, yeah, long. I thought we were gonna be there forever. And we weren't. Like we were, but didn't feel like we were. Right. Uh, and as I say, we, I mean, me and my wife, not me and Six though, because we don't see them actually together. Because we don't want to spoil anything. Right. We want it to be fresh when we get into the booth. Right. Yeah, if we go together, we're going to discuss everything right yeah, there. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, we should have just recorded this. <laughs> so we don't see movies together. No. Um, but it was good. Like I said, the only problem I have is I wanted to see more Margot Robbie. And if I she's think... in a movie, I want her all over the movie. <laughs> I also think that her character, her... She's unnecessary in this movie. See, I, 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 I don't think she's unnecessary. Well, I mean, what, what, what? Because of the good, ending, right? What is put into the movie is unnecessary. 
like you're right they needed more way more interaction from her but i also thought that that was excellent it was more of an artistic choice maybe yeah i don't think it takes away from the movie no i just want to see her more uh, i mean go watch the wolf of wall street i, mean, I have <laughs> and then you'll be alright i don't know um and the feet scene is weird when she's sitting in the movie theater and she takes her shoes off and she's got her feet up on the feet. So weird. That's such like, a Tarantino. Like, I got yeah, like feet, they I focus on the feet and the feet are like dirty. Like, it's weird. Yeah, and then the little girl, when Brad Pitt picks up the girl that he's been flirting with, the first thing she fucking does is put her fucking put her feet, feet on the glass. Like, yes, Tarantino like, doesn't have something with feet. Uh, uh, he has a well-known foot pain. Yeah, so... That was that was a little little strange. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, it wasn't. There was no real, real out there sort of. Unless I'm, I'm probably missing them, but nothing I saw that was really like, what? What, what are you doing here? Yeah, man. Um, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that I have any problems. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's 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 really it's really just well done. It, it it's from start to finish. It's great acting. I mean, you, when you have. Uh, Robbie and DiCaprio and Pitts. Like, who's Robbie now? Margot Robbie. Oh, it's fucking. <laughs> you gonna say Margot? Well, I said everyone's last name. <laughs> when you pay attention to what I'm saying, you'd be like, oh, he said DiCaprio and Pitts. Now I figured it out. Pacino. Pacino. Who like, else? I don't know who else. Uh, Fanning. She was in it. My girl Fanning over there. Yeah, your girl Fanning. Uh, was Dakota Fanning the girl that he was flirting with? No. Because she, I mean, I don't know what Dakota Fanning even looks like anymore. But she, last time she I saw was, her, she was nine. She, <laughs> uh, I think she was, no. Wait, now I, now I gotta look it up. Yeah, Harley Quinn Smith is in this movie too, which made me laugh because Kevin Smith made such a big deal about it. She's in it for like two scenes on the corner. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, she's in it. Not denying that. Yeah, do not deny it. But it's like, you know, okay, well, you know, I guess. She plays, ow, Mike Wire is, I think it's says Mike Wire, yeah. Sorry. Uh, she plays Squeaky? I'm not sure if that was the one he picked up. No, the one that he picked up is Pussy, Pussycat. Oh, yeah, Pussycat. She plays Squeaky. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. Oh, we all look pussy. Yes, we do. Is she the the redhead that was that was having sex with the old man? I, um, I don't know because it's Dakota Fanning. That's what I said. A girl oh. Fanning. What other what other Fanning do you know? No, I was I was uh. I think I'm confusing her. Is Dakota Fanning the one that was like a child actor? She was a child actor. Okay, so then I'm not confusing her. I I wrote that completely wrong. We did. Yeah, anyways, um, I think um, uh, everybody was fantastic in this movie. Everyone's... And and I think even... I, I, it didn't bother me that Margot Robbie was in it so little, because I think he was... I, I just like, like seeing it. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying is I don't, I don't... I didn't mind it so much, because ultimately... Where are you going with this? Every everything makes sense in the big picture, and I think that it, it was choices that were made to tell the story better. 
So I understand that you were a little bit pissed off that you didn't get to see her. So I just much. wanted to see her. I understand. Nothing else to do with it. The Cota Fanny was the was going the, too deep. The Cota Fanny was the redhead that was that was that was having sex with man. George. Yeah, um, and that's quite fine. She doesn't look like herself no more. She well, she does. She doesn't look like she's a child anymore. I suppose it just creeps me out when I see people grow up. I feel so old. You are old. We've been over this many times. All right, let's move on. Your 48-year-old status. Well, it's got to be almost 49 by now. I'm 41, fucker. I've been saying 48 for like two years. <laughs> it's got to be got to be close to 49 by now. Anyways, um, ending sequence, fantastic. Beginning sequence, fantastic. Um, the no Bruce problem. Lee sequence is really fun. Yeah. Where uh, at one point, Brad Pitt is waiting to be used, so he's just hanging around set at... Bruce Lee is being a very arrogant, like, I am the greatest thing. No one's a better fighter than me, blah, blah, blah. Right. And Brad Pitt's like, I'll show you. <laughs> and then him and Brad Pitt get into, like, a sparring match or, like, it, it, it's competitive, but it's not, like, not like they're mad at each other. Just They're just no, trying right. to prove that each is a better, a better fighter. Right. And uh, that's how Brad Pitt gets fired off the movie and, like, that kind of starts, like, demise of Brad Pitt, too. Like, he gets fired off the movie. He tries, he causes trouble for Leo. So Leo's got to go to Italy to do these oh, other movies. Oh, no, no, movies. no. But I think that was from way before, the Green Hornet thing. Wasn't it? I mean, it's a flashback, obviously. It's a flashback, yeah. But I don't know how long of a flashback it is. But I think, that's, I think it was shown, like, that's the start of, like, why people don't want to work with, like, that movie studio was like, we don't like Brad Pitt's. And because they, he killed his wife. Yeah, they kind of hint about that, but they never really end it. Like, they show him on the boat with his wife. Showing with the thing pointing at her. Yeah, but... <laughs> with the harpoon pointing at you her. You don't know what happened. Right. I don't know if she fell. I don't yeah. know if he shot her. Was there someone else? And was he defending her? Like, you never know what happened. Yeah, that was weird. Is that kind of like... What was that that story... Uh, Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. The Natalie Wood story. Like, is that kind of like uh, an homage to that? I, I don't suppose, know. I suppose, because that's a, that's a thing that he got away with and nobody... And that was around the same time period as all this. Right, right. Natalie Wood happened, like, in 1970, yeah. Yeah, so it's about the same time. Yeah, so right. it's, 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 I wonder if that's meant to be around that. Um, and the Italian wife was funny, like, so Leo goes over to Italy to do these westerns, and he ends up marrying an Italian person in they come back and in the fight scene like she's yelling like like she's just like an over dramatic like an italian person it's just i don't know i found her funny yeah then she starts she punches hey you and she punches and the punches girl. the girl <laughs> then the girl gets up with a knife and she's like ah! <laughs> she runs off sorry that's just... so cartoony it's very cartoony the last scene is very cartoony but it's it it's it's so i don't know how it just works yeah, man. Like when he's in the pool and he's listening to his music and then that bitch flies through the window and then he sets her on fire. Uh, and I heard that they let Leo keep the fire extinguisher. For real? For in real, real life? Like in real life. Like he has it at his house now. Why? I guess he... So in the movie, he has this scene uh, in one of the old westerns where... No, he's a, he's a Nazi. He's a, he's a oh, yeah, movie. he's fighting the Nazis, right? Right. And he breaks in and he kills all the Nazis with a fire... Flamethrower. Flamethrower. Um, and then he gets, the, the character gets to keep the flamethrower, so he has it in his tool shed. Right. So when these mans people break in, he ends up killing the last girl with the fire extinguisher, the, the flamethrower. 
but I think that's really happened. I read that they let Leo keep it, the actual <laughs> flamethrower. So that's cool. So Leo, I don't know. Leo gained a lot. I got uh, my my respect for Leo went up a lot for this movie. I just I liked so hot. Can you do something about how hot it is? It's a fucking flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> That was funny. That was funny. Um, yeah, I, I always liked I I've always liked Leo DiCaprio, but I, I think like there's a few times where he's the choices of movies that he's made when he was younger, I think are carrying with him forever. Like he made yeah. The Island, he made uh um uh, Titanic. Titanic. And I think there's a lot of people that you're right hold on to that kind of stuff. But I've seen like once I and even even the great Gatsby is not a, a good movie. Um, it's not a good movie because that movie. I mean, that story is for a different time, you know. And, and, and I didn't see out. the reverend when he fights the bear. I didn't see that. I one. saw that one. That one was good. I like how they didn't give him a romantic interest in this movie. Right. I think. I think he's. He doesn't need that. I think they always right. try to force him. Right. Because people want to see him making out with somebody. Because right, 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 gets right. girls all fired up. Right. So I'm glad they stayed. They kind of stayed away from that. Absolutely. There was no real romantic interest in the whole movie. Well, except for that girl, but, like, that was weird. That was It was weird. weird. Like, like he was a little flirtatious, but it never goes anywhere. Right. Uh, so that was cool. And even Sharon Tate, like, they showed him with, like, they made, like, a big deal in the beginning. Like, she's with Roman Polanski, but used to be with Jay, but Jay stays at the house. Roman Polanski's never there. Like, they were trying to, like, assume that, like, she was still fucking Jay. When Roman wasn't there, right? But then that kind of ended too. And then at the end, Leo's just like, "You know, like you want to have some coffee?" And they're like, "All right," and they just <laughs> hang out. Like they just killed four people, right? And they're like, "Yeah, let's, let's just go have some coffee." And I mean, out. because at the beginning of the movie, Leo is saying, "That's Roman Polanski. He's my neighbor," and I have never like I'm 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 one coffee away from being from being a in, star. A, in a Polanski movie. And then it's so funny, he had to kill three people. <laughs> well, he killed one people. He killed one, yeah. But, but they had to kill three people in his house for him to be noticed by the neighbors, who absolutely knew who he was, by the way. Yeah, because they it's, called him out. Right. It's like so funny that they're like, oh, man, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just felt the movie kept you entertained. It kept you guessing. Like, yeah. is Brad Pitt going to sleep with that little girl? Like, you know, is he a douchebag? Is he right, not a douchebag? Because right. he, he plays that line well. Where you don't know if he's always going to defend his friend because you don't know who he is. Is right, he a douchebag? Right. Is he not a douchebag? Right. Um, you know what? That's interesting. I didn't think of that. That they don't really define his character in some acute way. Like you just understand he's kind of like a devil may care kind of guy. You know the way he drives, the things he does, how he talks to to the Leonardo DiCaprio character. He's mm-hmm. more like, "Come on, man, you can do this." And then he drives off. He's like, "Hey, I don't have a job for you." He's like, "All right." And he like gets back in his car and leaves. Yeah, like there's no, there's no, like he doesn't have any urgency about anything. He was too carefree. He was like, whatever, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> he like whatever job you had for him. He was like, sure. You want me to go fix your antenna? Fine, I'll go over your house and fix your antenna. <laughs> so that was something interesting. He leaves like in, behind a fucking a uh, 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 drive. What's it called? A driving movie theater. Yeah. And and you can hear the movie where he's driving off and I'm like oh my god dude I would hate my life dude. yeah it's like a little shack like it's like a like a trailer almost yeah man and he's just like yeah alright I'm just like, <laughs> I'm good yeah so he's a he's a he's an interesting guy yeah uh, Brad Pitt's character yeah 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 for sure and it like but, but he's got a moral compass because he could sleep with that little girl and he doesn't right 
and uh, he could, you know, he could have stayed at that ranch. He couldn't have to investigate, like, find his friend George right, and see right, what's going on. Right. So it's a, he's a multi-layered character, as you would say. Yeah, but they show it, it's so seamless. The way I mean, obviously, it's Brad Pitt. That's why Brad Pitt, to me, is like the biggest gem in this movie, because he, he did such a fantastic job. And they show a little bit more of him than you would think they yeah. would. Um, he's a good anchor. Yeah. Like, yeah. all the other characters are like, Leo's very flimsy. Not acting-wise, his character's supposed to be flimsy, but you never know where he's going. Like, he flip-flops, he's emotional, he's depressed. Right. right. Uh, Margot Robbie's character seems a little, like, out there. Like, she doesn't really understand what's going on. Right. Kind of like a... Like a... Like a headed a little bit. Yeah, and like a deer in the headlight sort of thing. Like, yeah. kind of not sure how, like... Because, like, there's a scene where she's... Her movie is playing in the theater, but she's, like, hesitant to go see it and hesitant people are going to know who she is. Right, right. Uh, but Brad Pitt is the only character, I feel like, who knows who he is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's comfortable like, in his own skin. Yeah, I shot my wife. I'm good with it. Yeah, he's like, I, don't, <laughs> I fight Brad Bruce Lee. Whatever. <laughs> well. I killed, I killed, you know, four of Child Manson's people. Whatever. Whatever. No big deal. He's I'm smiling. Gonna, I'm going to go home and take a nap now. <laughs> he's smiling. He's doing crazy shit. He's smiling. Um... Yeah, man. So uh, if you if you are hearing this, I suppose you watch the movie. So, I hope so. And if so. you didn't, I hope this inspires you to go see the movie. Yes, because it was it's it's something you have to watch, and I think it's a big movie theater movie. It's hard to compare it to the superhero movies because it's so different. Mm-hmm. But this is probably one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, man, it gets it gets a fucking nine out of my out of me. It gets two thumbs up from Matt and Six Toe. <laughs> Don't do that. I think we might get like jailed for that. No, we're giving it. I got a thumb. He's got a thumb. They're both up. <laughs> That's two thumbs up. <laughs> I don't think we can do that. Dude. I just did it. How about two feet up? No, that's stupid. <laughs> How about two hands up? Like, no, yeah, like we celebrated. Like, isn't one of them is dead? Right. <laughs> Yeah, but they the have family. The other one's got to be almost dead. They're both dead. They're both dead? Yeah. So who, they have family, bro. Listen, it's time to pass the torch for the two thumbs. And it's going to be to us. To us. <laughs> We're taking ownership of it. Everyone else is afraid to grab it. We're not. We're like Brad Pitt. We just grab it. Like we're fighting Bruce Lee. Yeah, fuck you. It's ours now. I don't care that you're Cisco Ebert. Me now. All right. Well, I don't I don't agree with this, but uh, I, I do give it a... Uh, a thumb. I, I give it a, a... And it's up. I give, I give it a great... It's great. It's a great thumbs up. <laughs> um, We're going with it. Any Anything out there you want people to watch? What's out there for people to watch? Even if it's on TV at home? TV. I've been watching The Loudest Voice with Russell Crowe. Okay. It's about uh, Fox and... Uh, their rise, like Fox News rise, it's really it's on Showtime. Uh, I'm not a Fox fan. I'm not even a big Russell Crowe fan, but it, it's done. It's done really well. Okay, I definitely recommend that. I've been watching The Boys on Amazon. The Boys. I want to check out The Boys. It's I a, a chance it's, to... it's ten episodes. That shit is fantastic. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Give it, and what's that new one coming out with uh, uh, Danny McBride and John? John Goodman and Adam. Oh yeah, that's coming out. But that's coming out to. Uh, that's coming out in August. Yeah, to Showtime, What's, I think, right? Uh, it's either Showtime or HBO. 
one of and those. I think it might it might be HBO. You're right. It's like what is that show called? Oh my god, man! Come on, I can't get your of shit it. together. I can't think of it. I'm get your shit. We're together. gonna look it up. It's like the righteous gems. I want to say the righteous gems. The righteous gems. Let's look that up. We're gonna look it up real quick. Oh my god! I just pressed the button. John Goodman. The Righteous Gemstones. There it is. The Righteous Gemstones. Uh, that looks amazing. I'm really excited. About is that, that the one you remember? Like, like uh, there was a building that burned. There was like a parking lot that burned in in New Jersey, like a few months back. Because know, HBO was shooting something. And it oh, was like it? Was that what they shooting? I don't know. And I, I don't know if it's this or something, but it's something for HBO, and I'm excited to see what that is. I want to see real cars burning. Real cars burning. <laughs> Anyways. So that comes out sometime in August. Check it out. It's uh, If you liked, it's a, written and directed by Danny McBride, and he did the last year. He Vice Principals, and he did, uh, what was the other song when he was the baseball player? Uh, uh, um, he's bound and out. He's bound and down, yeah. He's bound and down. So sorry. those two yeah. series were fantastic. This, Absolutely. I, I mean, you, you need, you need a, a certain sense of humor uh, for those movies, but uh, I don't know. Uh, are you, I, I know that you hate her, but this is a question because this is a serious movie. There's a movie called... Um, the Kitchen? The Kitchen. That actually looks, looks like Hell's good. Kitchen. With uh, Elizabeth Moss. I'm a big fan of Elizabeth Moss. Uh-huh. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Uh-huh. Uh, I hate, 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 hate. I know. We all know. We all know. I'm never going to get into her because we hate her. And there's another girl in the movie, too, who I kind of like. Oh, uh, uh, what's her name? What's your name? I can't think of uh, her name either. Man, we are really prepared today. Yeah, we are not prepared. <laughs> but uh, The Kitchen looks like a good movie. Uh, it is um, uh, Melissa McCarthy, whom you love. Yeah, fuck. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany right? Haddish, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Moss. So, um, I kind of like Tiffany Haddish. So, is she the tipping point for you? Like, you're still She might be. It might be two to one okay. against McCarthy. I don't okay. know if I go see it in the movies, but maybe maybe I'll stream it somehow. Oh, God. Um, support your local movie theater. Yeah, support it as go, long go as it's get, not Melissa pay, McCarthy. Pay $20 and you go see three three movies a week if you get the AMC. Who's got time for three movies a week? I do. I don't. I got time for one movie a month. <laughs> okay. So you're paying about as much as I'm paying. Anyways. Um, I saw The Lion King. How was that? Crap. Okay. Well, you're the second person that's told me that, and I am not looking forward. He keeps making fucking money. He's making all the money in the world. Because of the name, but it's crap. Don't 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 waste your money. Wow, words to live by from Matt Lamatina. Crap, crap. If I was gonna have a thumb, I was gonna point in a direction <laughs> to let us know how it, to feel about this movie. It'd be down. <laughs> um. Dora the Explorer has a movie coming out. You're going to go watch that, you fucking creep. And I think Dakota Fanning is in Dora Explorer. No, she's not. I think she is. Stop fucking lying. I think I read that. You, you're a liar and a thief. I'm not either one of those things. I may be mistaken and ill-informed because our preparation today was, as usual, <laughs> non-existent. <laughs> I can't even find it. I'm, I, I'm in IMDb right now trying to find Dora the Explorer. And movie. I can't. <laughs> Why? Why are we looking up Dora the Explorer? 
Because I want to see if the code of fanning is fucking in it. Because you're a liar. Uh, so I'm not sure if it's in it, but I thought I saw You're a liar and a thief. Yeah, that's one she's in it. Yeah, she's not in it. You know why? Because it's fucking Dora the Explorer. Because she was making. Uh, no, that's not why. It's because it's Dora the Explorer and no one cares. No one cares. Like, you made me watch stupid Tomb Raider. I feel like this is just as bad as Tomb Raider. Wait a second. You think this movie's going to make money? Probably, because just the name. But, I mean, this guy, Eugenio Derbez, it's like a Mexican guy that's in this movie. He's my favorite comedian of all time. But he's a Mexican dude, so he did it in Spanish. <laughs> you wouldn't know his comedy. Yeah, people aren't going to enjoy that. Of course not. But I, I don't think... I think Dora is like six years too late. Too late, yeah. This movie definitely feels like... Oh, wait. They're still doing that? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Luke Swiper! Yeah. All right, we're done with Dora. Oh, man. <laughs> so Dora gets the thumbs down. Stop saying thumbs. Kitchen... <laughs> Get the middle, like middle of the ground. You're gonna win till you see it. Like it's sideways. Like <laughs> the decision is pending. Yeah, but the Caesar has to give it like thumbs down or up. Yeah, well, right now we're pending. <laughs> All right, we're pending further review. All right. Uh, but once upon a time Hollywood, perfect movie. Perfect movie. Go see it. You will not be disappointed. Go see it again. If you don't like it, you don't know movies. That's right. If you don't make dollars, you don't make sense. Yeah. No sense, because I got no dollars. <laughs> and by the way, for a movie that's fighting with like the Lion King and all this shit, like whatever that last fucking Fast and Furious shit that just came out, Hobbs and Shaw, whatever. I don't give a fuck. The DiCaprio movie, third place. So you know, third place. Yeah. Fucking Rock. <laughs> you can't beat the Rock. You can't beat the Rock. No matter what he does. But you know who's in second place? The Rock. Lion King. Oh, I'm gonna say maybe the. the the only person who can beat The Rock is The Rock. <laughs> so, he's doing okay, being that it's not a superhero movie, it's not a Marvel movie, it's not a, a Disney And it's movie. also a regular R movie. Which, right, which brings down... Fast and the Furious is PG-13, so more people can go to right, it. Right, right. Um, uh, but just go see it. Yeah, right. go see it. Dumb go asses, see it right now. Just fucking see it. Just go right now. Stop, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Uh, as you're getting ready, listen to us finish up. Yeah, put this on your, your 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 headphones. Yeah. Walk to the movie theater while you're listening to the end of this. Yeah. Go see it. Go see it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll see you in like two weeks. Maybe. We're going to start doing this two weeks again. Again, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> consistency is the killer of, of followers. You know what I'm saying? What's the consistency is the killer of followers? Yeah, that's right. The lack of consistency. <laughs> We're on Spotify now. Yes, son. Or on iTunes. Yes, Or bitch. Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it now. Whatever they call it. Get in there. SoundCloud. Sound the fucking cloud. So you got to have one of them. You got to have all of them. Like, I'm not going anywhere else. So these <laughs> other stupid ones that people might listen to. Yeah. That's three big choices. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. It's free. You don't got to pay. Listen. Just listen. What else are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're not doing shit. You're watching reruns of The Office, all right? No, thank you. So turn that shit off. <laughs> listen to this podcast. Yeah, listen to the older episodes too. And then and then then watch The Office again because it's on all fucking day. Right. Then you can after you're done, you can watch the podcast. Anyways, this has been six though. This has been Matt. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the thumbs. We love you. A little bit. Goodbye. Two friends and movie. Two friends and movie. Friends in the movie, big bad six star, with 
In the movie.